I was really amazed by the level of talent that we had here. Only pain points. I didn't hear one good thing. I think it all starts with the government. If you want to compare Another someone right now, it's Saudi. They are unstoppable. Atlanta Tuba, a believer in talent. Founder of Phenomena Productions, representing some of the best artists and creators in the region. Who is on a mission to promote rising talent in the region? I honestly wanted to study politics initially. I had an like aha moment mm. where I was like, I'm gonna combine the social issues, politics, with the power of filmmaking and media and bring them together. Because if you're stuck in one pattern and you're saying, why is this not working? I'm trying, I'm trying, to, you're trying the wrong thing. Wallahi, I never knew the depth of what happens behind the scenes to create just one scene. Everything has a meaning. Where does that money come from though? Oh, Pirlanta Tuba. If I pronounced it correct, صح? Of course. I, I, I thought that this name was like the... It took me a while to kind of like remember it a bit, but I picked it up very quickly at the same time. I was like, Pirlanta, Pirlanta. I was like, where's that name from? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pirlanta Tuba, welcome to Xeno Talks. Thank you uh, for having me. I'm honored that you're here. We are very old friends. We've been together at uh, the American University in Dubai. We're proud, proud <laughs> alumni. <laughs> And, um, you know, we've we've both come a very long way and uh, there's um, this is your first podcast. And I'm really honored that this is, you're doing your first podcast with me and here at Xeno Talks. And um, a lot of people don't know this um, about you. I mean, only the people in the actual industry. But what I find fascinating about Pirlanta is now that the UAE is evolving and we talked about this just a few months ago. Um, The UAE and also in Dubai in particular is trying to evolve and uh, into different sectors. And one of them that they're trying to promote heavily is the creative economy. And you, my friend, are the champion of the creative economy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the founder of Phenomena uh, Productions and uh, you represent artists, creators, and you've done video clips. I've, I've, seen, uh, like, I've seen a lot of your amazing work over the, the years. And uh, you're representing some of the best artists in the region. Like you're really giving not only a platform, but a voice to these people that were, you know, for the most part, unheard. Unless you went to like some under party or uh, some house party or some underground, uh, whatever, you know, like session or something, you know, you go or like once in a while, there'll be something in Sarkal Avenue and that's it, you know, but it's, it's never there. But you came to the scene and you brought that all to life. And I'm sure myself and a lot of other people are grateful to the work that you've done. So without further ado, I'm mm-hmm. speaking too much. <laughs> This is about you, not about me and what I think about you and how great you are. Thank you. Let us hear your story. Start with explaining what your name means, <laughs> why you got that name, uh, how your time in AUD has evolved and got you to where you are today. Amazing. First of all, thank you so much for having me on this podcast and for this beautiful introduction. And my name honestly has always been um, a struggle, I have to say, because <laughs> not everyone gets it and everyone asks for a shortcut, like a nickname. And the ones that do, the ones that call me by my name yeah. and don't ask for nicknames, yeah. 
I respect them so much. Yeah. I feel they have a place <laughs> in my heart more than anybody else because this is really almost a daily yeah. thing, you know, because you meet people on yeah. a daily. I'm in, I'm in a very social industry and I always struggle with that. So um, sometimes I think of, uh, recently I've been thinking of introducing myself with my last name, yeah. but Mustuba, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe mm -hmm. to make it easier for yeah. more people to, you know, to remember my name. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, the name's very exotic. Yes. And the, the whole vibe, like your whole vibe is always like this bohemian slash <laughs> hipster slash elegance slash all this. So like, I think they're, they're trying to like, I think maybe when they look at you, they first focus like, like, where's she from? And then they, they, because I think with the name, like if you look at a person and someone's like Sarah, and then it's, oh, Jennifer. And then it's like, okay, Jennifer, white, this, you know, it's easy, I guess, you know, or Umar, you know, like, oh, Arab, that's it, you know? It, easy to remember him. He's definitely a Umar or Muhammad or, <laughs> but then when they look at you, they're like, where is she from? And I don't know, what name could I attach to a name, that face that looks like that, you know? True, yeah. true. I mean, it's a, it is a very unique name. Yeah. It's not a common name. Uh, it means diamond, diamond in the rough. Mm. So there's Elmas in Turkish. It's a Turkish noun. There's Elmas, which is a common human name, yeah. female name. Yes. But uh, Perlanta, uh, Elmas is the one that they've already refined and put in the stores for you to buy. Okay. And Perlanta is the rock you know, before, uh, literally the yeah. in the rough. Okay, that's so, so cool. it has a strong meaning, and I think it sounds very perlanta. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it has it. a melody to it a little <laughs> bit. Um, and, and yeah, but, um, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know, did you want me to say where my roots yes, are from? Yes, your or? roots, both. Yeah, so now we know the name where it came from. Now we yes. know, know your roots. So you said Turkish, so I'm guessing yes. it's obviously Turkish as well. Yes, my mom is Turkish. My dad is Syrian. Mm. I was born in Saudi mm. and I grew up in the UAE in That's Dubai amazing. all my life. Yes. <laughs> You're a global citizen. I am a global citizen, yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. Cool. So you grew up here, then you went to AUD. Yes, I started off in AUD and mm. then I transferred to LAU. Um, AUD, I mean... Uh, you know, a lot of, so, okay, I honestly wanted to study politics in, uh, initially. Yeah. So um, politics and international law, not a lot of people know this, but... Uh, Why I, though? Why did you want to study that? I thought as someone who was younger and uh, more naive, I think in my ways of thinking at the time, I thought I could change mm. the world. I can mm. create an impact uh, in this region. Uh, all the wars and poverty that I saw growing up, uh, my dad being a very, I think a lot of our dads would be sitting there watching the news. Yeah, yeah, all of them. And I'm just sitting next to him, not wanting to watch cartoons. Mm. Uh, somehow I was uh, drawn to the misery and the darkness of mm. this world. And I just wanted to bring light to it. And mm. I thought... You know, I want to study politics because I thought if I am a political leader, mm. that I could drive change. And uh, uh, my parents at the time very much were against it and living in a country that did not have politics, uh, you know, as a study in universities. Yeah. So a part of me was, you know, reconsidering. Yeah. And uh, and uh, my parents didn't want to send me out either. My mom always said, you know, if I had five girls, I'll send one. Yeah, yeah. I only have one girl. <laughs> You're staying here, safe and sound at your parents' house. Yeah. So, you know, they're loving and relatively selfish yes. decisions <laughs> had me <laughs> right i mean it was you know i don't um, know mom please the, 
You're not watching this. Just just imagine you're not watching this. I oh love you. God. Okay, yeah, you yeah. know how much I do. Yeah. But you know, uh, there's no regrets. Uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. I believe in destiny. I believe in qadar. I believe mm. all of this. So it's okay. I am here for a reason, yeah. and my journey. Um, uh, you know, was written for me. Yes. You know, it was destined to be this way. But yes, not at the time. I really wanted to travel then because mm-hmm. it wasn't here. So I'm like, I'll, I'll travel. I'll go. I'll, I want to learn this yeah. and study this and be someone in this uh, industry. But um, yani I had to work with what I had. Um, and so I remember going and taking the brochure or whatever from AUD. And yeah. I remember opening it up like this. I'm like, what am I going to do now? Yeah. You know, like what that? Like I knew they yes. really wanted that direction. Yeah. And uh, I saw mass communication arts. Mm. What drew me to that? My mom was an initial... Uh, yeah, and she said, influencer. do media, she mm. definitely, she's like, look at media, it's fun, mm. it's creative, yeah, yeah. you know, she also imagined me in front of the camera being a TV presenter, mm. she really wanted that for me, or even maybe an actress or a director, she wanted yeah. that show business. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, Did she come from that background? No, but it was her dream to be that, and she oh, studied yeah. law. Oh, interesting. Can you imagine? <laughs> Her family wouldn't allow anything else. Yeah. She studied law. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, she loves uh, she loves health and biology. And yeah. also being a doctor was one of the things. But what fascinated her is that world of fame and, uh, and uh, creativity and all of that. Yeah. So she saw me there. Okay. She really saw me there. And she tried to push me, you know, with mm. no enforcement. Mm-hmm. And also at home, can I ask, like, did you mm-hmm. guys have like a lot of music playing in the background at home? Or is it was it a very kind of like that kind of a vibe at home growing up? Yes, yeah? yes. Okay. So we had a balance of both. Okay. My families are quite conservative, but yeah. at the same time, they appreciate art and music. Mm. But my mom specifically. Okay. Yeah, she's very, um, <laughs> she, she loves music. That's she loves nice. films. Uh, she appreciates art. So mm. so I think we got that from her. Both, I say we yeah. as in me and my brother yeah, as okay. well. So uh, shout out to Karam. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what happened was, so I, I looked at it and what drew me is that there were courses about journalism, mm. news reporting, media ethics, not filmmaking, script writing, yeah. digital content. That didn't draw, yeah, this yes. wasn't my first. Yes. I was like, oh, there's a bit here. There's an mm. opportunity here for me to yeah. make impact. Yes. And I was like, okay, خلاص, I know what I want. We're going to call this communication arts. Oh, I'll do my focus in journalism, news reporting and all of that. And I got into university for second year. Uh, it was still experimental at the time. Hamad bin Rashid Communication uh, mm-hmm. School of Arts was still new. Yeah. So they were testing different books, def- testing different uh, professors. Wallah, mm. they would do it. One professor would walk in. We get used to him for three weeks. He's out. A new one comes. These courses are set. No, خلاص, we added, we removed this. But it was very experimental. That's very interesting. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Yes. Maybe because I was in the business school, like on the other side, the B building. Yeah. You guys were what, in the A building. In the, yeah, where the cafeteria yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, okay, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So... So I was a bit frustrated with that for a while, but still, I've still learned along the way. I and mean, we've had really good professors that stayed consistently as well. Yeah. And uh, I was drawn to, to, to all of that. But when I took as, you know, what do they call it? As a core requirement, yeah. uh, filmmaking, script writing, mm. uh, the art of uh, storytelling, mm. all of these courses. I was, wallahi, I never knew the depth and of what happens behind the scenes to create just one scene. Interesting. And uh, yani everything, 
has a meaning. Everything yeah. is thought about. Yeah. It's not just, it just looks good on camera. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. In like film, film, like proper yeah, cinema, yeah. like yeah. I'm talking about like cinema, not mm. your blockbusters. Okay, there's a lot of skill set there too. Mm -hmm. I'm not underestimating that. But the impactful films that can change perceptions. Yes of audiences and people, yeah, yeah. of cultures, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. That, when I when I studied that and I understood the art and the efforts and the pre-production that's required and mm. writing and mind, mm. you, you need to be a genius, really, yeah. to come up with something that's effective and not preaching, you know? In, yeah. in film, it's always show, don't tell. Yes. The more uh -huh. dialogue there is, mm. the more you're just filling in the space to create a film. Mm. The less dialogue and more that you're showing in a, in a frame mm -hmm. without even having the character speak too much, yeah. how do you deliver that yeah. moment? Especially those movies back then. Remember, there was no voice. There was no sound. You could... You understand the whole plot. Sah. And there were there's just no sound. You, you couldn't, you know, whatever Charlie they didn't Chaplin. even have. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin, all of yes, that. Yes, silent would get, films. You would understand. And it, every single person around the world could understand just by human behavior. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the magic of a director and the magic of scriptwriters that come together. So that introduced me to a whole new world I had zero idea about, though I used to watch movies growing up. Yeah. But I never thought, how is it made? Mm. I didn't even think about it. So Subhanallah, I don't know why I didn't be as kids. We question how yeah. did they do that? I just thought it's real, some maybe reality. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and I was more drawn to nonfiction than fiction, to be honest. So yeah. news, documentary, and all of that. So that, Yani, you know, when they ask you, when did you know you yeah, really wanted exactly. that passion? Yeah. Oh, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. I, I was always holding a camera. No, that's not my story at all. It was literally through learning that I this passion sparked when it came to filmmaking interesting and i was like okay then you I were at uni at this time at uni i fell in khalas instead of coming to class saying ya allah i want the news reporting class yeah the first time well a couple of sessions after i'm like i can't wait to go back to that class my whole perspective changed and it's not like i dismissed politics news reporting and all of that but this became a new passion and new focus for me mm. and i had an like aha moment mm. where i was like okay i'm gonna combine the social issues politics anything that i want to communicate with the power of filmmaking and media and bring them together. Oh, wow. So I'm like, there's yeah, yeah. no need, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring them together mm -mm. and see what kind of messages you can communicate in a fictional yeah. or inspired yes. by true yeah, yeah. events and, you know, based on yeah, true yeah. stories or whatever. Yeah. And I said, that is going to be my path. Yeah. This makes sense. That's amazing. And, you know, to be honest, uh, if you look at uh, historically, uh, a lot of uh, political statements and everything else or social issues was communicated through art, through plays like theater, everybody knows this, or, uh, you know, or poetry. Like that is huge. Paintings, so, that's also huge. All of these things happen through one form of medium of art. And then comes Pirlanta <laughs> doing her thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was always very strong and the most powerful thing. I mean, even when it was with any um, any sort of like a politician, a, a, a very impactful politician. They they used communication in when producing content as the most effective form. You know, there's there's that famous picture of that American Uncle Sam. You know, yes. your country needs you. There's that with the with the big finger pointing at you and whatever. And that's uh, an art 
work very effective. It made a lot of people, you know, or um, in the UK with um, World War II, they had that poster, uh, keep calm. Like a lot of people don't know that poster, which says like, uh, keep calm and, you know. And, it became and a trend. Became, yeah. yeah, but that keep calm, uh, there, there will be bread or there'll be whatever. Like it, it was to keep people in the community safe or to feel more safe while the war was going on and they didn't have wow. to feel like there's going to be poverty or something, you know. So yeah, yeah, the art plays a bit. So I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm all the way with you. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is super So you learned effective. about all of this. You were in university. Now tell us, then what happened? You you were in university, what, four years, I guess? Four? Yes. Yeah? I transferred in the third year. To so Le I, Lebanese American University. Sah, okay. Yes, in Beirut. And uh, um, honestly, it's just when my parents, I just had one year and I graduate. Mm. But when my parents at that point said, Khalas, fine, because I was still insisting. <laughs> and, <laughs> to go overseas. Yeah. Yes. And I just transferred a few credits. I stayed yani, a year and a half. Mm. It was worth it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Fa, fa, yeah I transferred there and I continued even with theater. All my topics, all my projects were related to politics, my uh, my final uh, project for we, we had to create a short film. Oh wow! Um, and uh, it was about you know having these. Uh, it was a story about these two characters. One who was like this communist Che Guevara kind mm. of uh, <laughs> uh, <a> character, character. <laughs> and then this other guy who was a best friend of his, completely turned his back to that mission. Um, has become this big media mogul, super mm. capitalist. And, you know, these exercises, wow. I didn't know which one I was with. I didn't yeah. know which direction I was yeah. supporting. I did it as an experiment for me to figure out where I stand, yeah. you know? <laughs> I had to kill one of them in the end. Do you want to know who I killed? Do you want to give it a guess? <laughs> uh, you definitely killed the capitalist. No! no really? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I mean I didn't, I didn't I wasn't happy to save him because he wasn't the capitalist that he, I, I made him look like a villain Yeah, you know you could have a lot of money and give back and uh, create businesses yeah. that could help communities and all of that but some people use the money to, to destroy any yeah, society yeah. Okay, but okay. you can be a good capitalist but, but that's what I mean I mean with, with, with all these you see I think with, with all these different uh sort of ideologies, yes. political ideologies or political theory or whatever, there, I feel there's also degrees of them. You know, ah. there's some places where like it's super extreme or, or whatever. Like some people will say, for example, I don't know, like China is communist or whatever. However, like they, they've definitely changed the way they run the country. Look at them now. They have the largest economy in the world. They've surpassed the US already or, or, or about to. Like they're somewhere there. But then... Um, not, not that I'm, I'm not supporting it or this. So, uh, for me, the, the best uh, system of governance, not to be biased, but I really love the way the UAE is run and the way like things are here, which is the reason why everybody is moving here. Absolutely. Um, there's opportunity for all. And when you don't have enough, you, you can always seek assistance and help. And it's, you know, fine. You know, you don't have, uh, um, some people don't know this, but you know, um, cancer, when people have cancer, for example, if you cannot afford not, not for UAE nationals, even if you're not a national, the government supports you here. Really? Yes, they announced that a few years ago, yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. They do that. There's a lot of things. They don't want to promote it in the sense that, uh, you know, to, 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 to brag about, hey, look what we're doing. Mm. But if you're in that situation, 
Yeah, there's a lot of things that they do here, but they don't like to talk about, like, you, know, you know, they say, um, especially when it comes to charity, maybe mostly for, especially in Islam, if the right hand gives, the left hand shouldn't know, like, it's like that. You should just, between, it's between you and, 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 and your creator. Anyways. Well, I digressed, but moving back to so you 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 killed the communist. Yeah, we got that. We killed the commie. You you got to the capitalist. And okay. I got an A on that. Oh, good, Mabruk. <laughs> I don't know if you'd get an A if you killed the capitalist. I'm not be like, sure. No. I'm not sure because he was an American professor. I don't know if he was like, okay, I'm giving her an oh, A for that. Now it, it explains everything. I need you to ask him that. after many See? many years later. But I was actually surprised because it was quite incomplete in terms okay. of editing and everything. And okay. I walked in, I got my grade, and I went to his office, and I'm like. I got an A. Oh, okay. You know, like that's yeah, big yeah, yeah. for because it's subjective as yeah. well. You so know? is that the point where you knew, okay, this is going to have to be a profession. This is my lifelong purpose. Pretty that's much, it. yeah. Okay. A lot has changed since then, but pretty much. I was very dedicated to having yeah. powerful messages. And yeah. honestly, fast forward, my first music video that really put me on the map. I didn't think of creating music videos at the time. For me, it was like, okay, I'm going to do all the commercial stuff to make money mm -hmm. and then invest that money into my films mm. or seek funding or whatever. Okay. That was the dream. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, um, I had one day an artist come to me um, and he, I didn't know him. He, he was just kind of suggested... Uh, I don't know how it, it was through connections or whatever. He's uh, Iraqi Kiwi, mm -hmm. and uh, did you already have a business bef at this point? Yes. No, but tell us before you got into that. Okay. How, how did that happen? What? What? Okay, you graduated. You got your A. Oh yeah. Okay. We Thank you, that. professor. You came back to the UAE. Yes. And then, and then I started my internship uh -huh. in a production house called Alchemy Films at the time. Okay. Uh, only for like six months, and then I moved. Uh, I had an old friend, Jad Sabi, who's uh, an amazing. Uh, 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 previously, he was a production manager and then assistant director, and now he's a DP. Mm -hmm. um, and he called me and said, "Look, we have a vacancy here as a production coordinator. Why mm -hmm. don't you like come to Boomtown Productions at the time?" Uh, executive producer Shane Martin that I really uh, send my regards to uh, mm. if he watches this. Um, so I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to apply. I've just got a month of this internship. I'll leave and I'll come to mm. Boomtown. And I moved to Boomtown and it was a year and three months that I stayed there. Okay. Completely learned so much about the industry and the industry is very small in the UAE. Mm. It's getting bigger. I see a lot of production houses uh, establishing themselves here or branching out here, you know, but uh, at the time, like Boomtown was one of the most recognized, mm. you know, they call Shane Martin the godfather of the industry. So he has a very good reputation and, and really big clientele and I was learning a lot. But from time to time, we had these little uh, low budget, you know, yes. music videos and stuff that would come in our emails. And he would say, avoid that. We're not here to waste mm. time. Don't waste your time on small projects. But and you stuff. saw that as an opportunity. I saw it as an opportunity. And I love music. Very smart. And I was growing up with music artists. So it was part of my life, mm. my mom, everything, you know? Yeah. So for me, I was like, why? This is fun. Like mm. music videos are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercials are whatever, like yeah, boring, yeah. you know, there's a ceiling to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I never like took them on, but yeah. it kind of sparked something in my head. And I was like, mm. you know what? 
at this point, this is becoming stressful and it's killing my creative soul and I need to get out and mm. figure it out. And mm. I remember like Shane Martin asking me like, is it the salary? Mm. Is it something yeah, that yeah. you don't like? Can we work around something? Yeah. Whatever, yeah. And I said, really, it's nothing. It's mm. been an absolute pleasure. I've mm. learned so much, met so many people, but I want to figure it out on my own. And I honestly just went into freelancing world for oh. four years. Mm -hmm. And I was still freelancing with them. <laughs> I was making more on a project than my salary. Than salary. Yeah, it's yeah. like I never left yeah, yeah. and making more money. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so they got used to me. Yeah. I was their go-to yeah. for they were booking me yeah. um, over and over, which is great. And I started working with other production but companies. But what would you do? What was your role anyways? Production coordinator. Oh, okay. So I was under the production manager, mm. uh, making sure the call sheets are out, making phone calls to book crew, cast, mm. getting certain quotes from our suppliers mm. for, you know uh, responding to certain emails uh, preparing the uh, the production uh, pre-production booklet for yeah. for meetings with clients yeah. so yeah pretty much assisting the manager and the producer that's insane I mean you know what the only time when I actually know that there's so much work to do in, in, in it comes to like a movie a commercial whatever, when you look at the credits at the end of it oh, you're yeah. like oh my god um, they have all those people there's so many people yeah because uh, sometimes like this it was an x million dollar budget or whatever i'm like why it, it looks pretty <laughs> easy i'm like well the location looks like it's any location so, then why is there so many people involved but yeah it's insane okay. it is yeah, it yeah. is it is it takes a lot to create just yeah. one scene you know yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, yeah. Um, and then I worked my way up as a freelancer okay. to production manager and then became a producer. Okay. And then I started studying, you know, I, I decided I wanted to start a business and okay. I started, you know, researching and studying how to start a business and how to ah. become an entrepreneur, okay. you know, because I really wanted to attract my own projects. Yeah. I really wanted to create my own Mm. you know, yeah. uh, vision. Mm. And uh, I just thought everyone else is, everyone's doing the same. Yeah. You know, and I get it. Like after I've learned and I established, mm. you know, um, the business, I was very hesitant um, in the beginning. But then, Khalas, you get this confidence yeah. when you feel like you check the list of what you need yeah, and yeah, how, yeah. how to kickstart. You have your little vision and mission yeah, in yeah. place, yeah, yeah. you know, and then you print those cards oh, and then handing true. over those cards. You were the first person I hand my <laughs> business card to. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> it was. We were at a very cool coffee shop. Pirlanda called me out of nowhere. She's like, I want to see you. And then, you know, like, hey, by the way, I have this business card. I was like, what? And I got your business card. I loved it. It was so cool. You were so happy that yeah, I started a business. I was. I was so proud of you. Ooh, yeah. and, and instantly I got a job from you. You given me my first lead. Yeah, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I, I did. I, listen, this is not the reason I brought Pirlanda to the show. It just happens to be coincidentally sponsored by <laughs> He paid me to say this. You know, I, I, can I tell you one thing? I'm, I'm so happy. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I'm very happy that there's a lot of people in my life that I was able to give them their first contracts. Like in business, you know, I'm a, I'm a major advocate for entrepreneurs. I love it. That's why I was so proud of you. I was like, let me help you. Let me try to give you like it. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that was, I, can, I can have a small, you know, contribution, you know, like, like Jad. You mentioned Jad. You mentioned the professor, everybody. So, yeah. And your mom, of course. So, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Somewhere there in the timeline. No, 100%. Yeah. And I remember being, you know, getting your first like gig and I was like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Let's go. You yeah, know, I yeah. was so excited that this is Hickey, a yeah. first kind of push yeah. into into accelerating Hickey, my business. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then down the line, 
You know, I think what really put me on the map is that music video. You know, mm. it uh, it came through. Um, it was really cool, by the way. Yes, I loved it. I, I thank you. I, I I had a chance to review it. Re you remember? You did send it to me. Yes. Iraq, yeah. No, yeah. which one? The Iraq. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of you course. Did. You sent it to me. Of course. And I, I, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and you yes, I said, yes. is it okay? If yeah. I post sure, it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, every time, every time, just to let you know, like yes. our, 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 the the. Censorship model for Phenomena Productions is to go through Umar Busaidi. Hundred percent. You know, yeah. And you know, by the way, before we proceed, I want to tell you something very quickly. There's mm -hmm. a lot of similarity between you and me. It's unbelievable. We have a lot in common. So AUD, for those of you who don't know, don't have like a political program like you know, for of education. So I ended up with marketing. But I really wanted to study international affairs, political science, etc. I only there was only one elective in Middle East politics. That's all that I had. Although in that class, I wrote my paper was on water wars, and I got an A for that class. You know, and Professor and I were she she loved me honestly. But um, uh, same, just like your mom, my mom did not want me to leave the country. So I that's the reason why I didn't go overseas. Although. I have Crazy. my siblings, my older sister, Aida, my brother Ali, they studied in the U.S., but my mom did, for some reason, she's like, I don't, you're my first son, I don't want you to leave. So I had the same situation as wow. you. She didn't want me to go. And and it's crazy. So so I, I ended up here. I'm lucky that I ended up much later to still pursue what I want to do, which is my master's in international affairs and intelligence at in the U.S. But finally, you know, but... I wanted to do my bachelor's just like you, same program. They didn't have an AUD, so I ended up with the next, I guess, best thing. Wow. So yeah, that's, I wanted to share that with you. That is very interesting. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, so this is about you. <laughs> yes, now, going yes, back to you. Yes. You we you know, you gave me a business card, you started Phenomenal Productions, you know. Um, and then the work started coming. The Iraqi video you said, that was like the one that really put you on on like the scene. Everybody was like, okay. We especially have a major artists. player here. Amazing. Yes, especially artists. And, you know, it, it, that was such a... There was a sense of gratification because it was political, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I was... It was my first... You remember the aha moment yeah, yeah, yeah. of why don't you use da-da-da-da? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You're I, living a dream. <laughs> exactly. It was only instead of it being a film, it was a music video format, yeah. which is yeah. okay. I love music and all of that. And he came to me and he said... No one wants to do this for me. And I'm like, what is it? He's mm. like, you know, the childish Cambino, this is America. Yeah. I want to do a version, this is Iraq. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's hear it. I'm yeah. down for it, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, obviously, fast forward, I asked you if yeah. this is going to give us trouble. Yeah, yeah. And funnily enough, the next day it was on national without even us yeah. promoting it. Yeah. And no one wanted to have their name on it. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly everyone wanted <laughs> their name on it because it literally went viral. Yeah. 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 To Jazeera, to yeah. Vice, to Russia yeah. TV, Khabar yeah. Ajal. On the, yeah, it was yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah. So we really created an impact there, and yeah. we were able to send out a very strong message. Mm -hmm. And I think across the board, everyone was so proud yeah. of the project. And ever since now, I started not only I was already working with the government and you know trying to pitch for commercials and all that, but now a whole new community was starting to get attracted to me, which yeah. is the music scene. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I started to create packages mm. for music videos and music artists. I started to meet with them first to understand yeah. like where they're at, what's going on. Because I was really amazed by the level of talent that we had here. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to know somewhere with me in school, somewhere yeah. my friends, partners or you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're 
they were around, Yanni. And so I started to just explore a bit more and ask them questions and see where they're at. And they're only pain points. I didn't hear one good thing mm. apart from how much they love to uh, making music. Nice. Everything else was leave it behind. This is just a hobby. Go find yeah. a proper job. They don't pay them on time. Mm. They don't take them seriously. They, they don't pay them at all. Yeah. So at the time, I'm talking like at least seven six to seven years ago, it's very mm. different to how it is today. Yeah, They're getting a lot of recognition and a lot of... Uh, yani, we're still in evolving as yeah. we go, but it's developing even faster, I think, right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I think I've really contributed in that sense when it comes to music videos initially. Yeah. I was just, as a filmmaker, helping yeah. them elevate their visuals. Yeah. I wasn't a manager. I wasn't an advocate in that sense. Yeah. Giving them 50% uh, discounts, making deals to just make sure that yeah. I can deliver good quality videos, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, you, you know, I want to tell you something else uh, yeah. that's a bit interesting. Again, we have something in common. Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of commercials. Actually, when I was a student at AUD, they used to always get me into like to be an extra in these commercials. And I actually didn't <laughs> care being an extra because it paid a lot of money. At that time, it was a lot of money. I was like, what? A thousand dirham for like an hour? Okay, fine. fine yeah, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know I was worth that much. I didn't yeah. know I would be good for the camera. But I did a few things. I mean, I did for Ford, for I think it was Pepsi, uh, a bank in Saudi or yeah, something. Like, so I was actually, always like a, yeah. an extra. Like I remember... Uh, I, I I wanted so bad to be in that movie Syriana again, like a political kind of movie, yes. like George Clooney, Matt Damon. Yeah, and they they filmed it here, and I did not pass the guy who opens the door at Emirates Towers as as George Clooney walks in. I was like, how did I not get this role? I just wanted to be an extra, to be the guy that opens the door for George Clooney as he walks in, and I didn't. That was that's the time when I never cast it again. I was like, that's it, I'm done. So, without mentioning the company out there, <laughs> thank you very much for giving me a lot of other roles. But that was the one I really wanted. I went to them. I was like, guys, please, I really want. I love George Clooney. He's so cool, and yeah, and I love Matt Damon too. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I never got that role. So I always pitched to be an extra. I was like, that's it. That's all I want. But they give it to somebody else. I didn't even look like he was from here. They wanted like an Arab look. They, it was like some white guy who put on like a Qatar and they gave no. it to that guy. I swear to God. Come on. I know. I was so mad. That for me till now is a thorn in my, like, un, un, until there's another big hit like Hollywood movie, they do it here. Ferlant, if you got connections <laughs> and you, if I can be a guy that, all I want is to shake hands with Denzel Washington. Oh, wow. Anybody in the world, like, I don't care about any of the actors out there. Oh, sorry. Jason Statham and Guy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you're friends with Guy Ritchie or... You know, oh, wow. anybody like that? Yeah. Soon, soon. Just soon. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, hint, hint. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I had to put the plug there. But yeah. well, I was thinking they probably didn't give you the role because you probably would have relatively overshadowed yeah. George Clooney. <laughs> You're tall. You have charisma yeah, and character. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we think, no, why not me? Uh, yeah. But sometimes because you're overshadowing the main hero. Thank you. She's she's so nice. You're gonna come. We're gonna have I another session that. of you uh, in this uh, Zeno talk. So thank you. <laughs> I'll talk to the owners. I'll tell. Hey, we need Berlanta back. You uplifted my 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 ego. So so this is really cool. Like you did that, mashallah. And and now you know Berlanta. You and I recently we 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 got together and um, we were talking about something that was really interesting. And and you're a major advocate now of trying to get even more support uh, 
uh, from the authorities about the creative industry and the, the work that you're doing. Tell us a little bit more about that. So you talked about some of the pain points for the artist, like not getting paid on time sometimes or this or that, or maybe sometimes not, there's not enough money or there's not enough like platforms. So what, in your opinion, does the UAE, does the Gulf, does this region, the Middle East, what do we need to be a major player in the creative industry? We need a music strategy. We need infrastructure. And this needs to be on a federal level with the support of the government. Mm. This is the main thing. We are all private companies trying to create something with different intention. I don't honestly, and I see a lack, even if we have like artist booking agencies, we don't really have strong management, like artist management agencies. Mm. And there's no funding either. Um, and even like... Sponsors are, are 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 there? Where, where where does that money come from, though? I mean, like like walk me through it. Like, okay, mm -hmm. if you, for example, so what's the difference between here and I guess one of the most successful places, the U.S. So mm -hmm. what's the difference about the pop culture there and the industry there versus the industry? So what exact? Tell us the, the the ecosystem and like the value chain. Yeah. What's there? And what makes that successful versus what's not here and what's not making it successful? Uh, a music commission. We don't have that. I think it all starts with the government because we're all here creating something. Everyone's like playing uh, mm. their role uh, on a separate road, but we need the ecosystem, which we don't have. We don't what have. What does the music commission do actually? Well, I actually, I don't even know. What do they do? So the music commission sets the music strategy of the 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 nation does the u.s is it is it is it called the u.s music commission they have or? unions there they ah, have unions okay, there so it's, so it's, different. Okay, it's different but okay. if, if you want to compare Another someone country, right uh, now is saudi okay so saudi, they have a music commission a hundred they have a music commission for theater for fashion they have for films they have so many commissions related to the creative economy and creative industries oh. which we do not have that's and, really interesting. And they've created it almost overnight. And I don't know why we're still not uh, looking at this as an opportunity. Um, so when the, okay, so let's say now, now you have a music commission. <clears throat> you are an aspiring artist. You're, you're making music at home. You're sitting at a place like this. Maybe you uploaded a few records or your, your singles on, on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever. But then you can go to the music commission. Do they... Do they evaluate you? What they put you like in a studio and say, "Yalla, let's let's listen to you and see what you've got," or what, what do they? They can fund you. Oh. Um, and they. They'll fund you like they give you like a kind of a stipend, like an allowance or like a salary, or they give you like a one. What they fund you? Well, how do they fund you? What do they yeah, do? Yeah, like cash. I wow. mean, to just accelerate your music career. But they will support you, and they'll, they'll give you almost like a salary, like for you to survive, because that's what artists need. Because there's always a starving artist uh, phenomenon, right? Yes, of course. I so, think all of okay. them are pretty much on the starving spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> or couch surfing in people's homes, exactly. And living in whatever. Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, so that's what the commission does. I, I, well, I didn't know this. The commission really just creates the strategy for the country or the city. Okay. 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 So everything else, all the regulations mm. um, come underneath this mm. commission. What you can sing about, what you can talk about, like, like yes, all those things. Yes, what are, are there. the exactly the red lines? What are the okay for all okay. private companies good. to kind of apply? Okay. So there's a system. Okay, good. So that infrastructure is needed in mm. order to kind of 
Okay. Move things forward, this you know, for private businesses. Well, good. I, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Is that the is only Saudi the the only country in the Gulf that has this? Does does any other country in the Gulf have a commission like this? this no. This Kuwait, no. Saudi no. is uh, with MDL Beast or Middle oh, Beast. Middle Beast. Oh. This is under the government. Un they created okay. a record label and an artist management, and they are unstoppable. They are. There's education, workshops, uh, uh, funding, um, uh, events, yeah. events, 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 putting artists on stages. You know what I mean? Exporting as well is something that we, we need to look yeah. into because we're only importing all these big stars and big artists. Yeah. How about we import mm. a few artists from the U.S. but export in return a few artists that are Emirati? You know what? I'll tell you. One of my favorite DJs. So I listen to house music and I love house I mean, of course, like R&B, hip hop, whatever. But house is like number one. Yeah. That's mostly because of AUD. Now, <laughs> uh, there's a DJ in Saudi. Her name is Cosmic Cat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and I see her. I mean, she's definitely. I, I I kind of figure that she's probably definitely supported by the government. She's mm. performing at like Tomorrowland. I know. And all these huge places, a pizza, whatever. You all the that. major. I'm like, and 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 actually, what I what uh. One of the things that I noticed recently, she recorded a record and then there's she she mentions like Saudi Arabia. Like well, she mentions like Riyadh, like like the, some of the major cities, because you know you hear like London, New York, whatever sometimes. Of but now you hear her saying about like Riyadh, Dubai, whatever, like all the I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like we need these these voices to go out making like music and and yeah, like you said, exporting. Like we're we're, we're taking our talent, exporting them to these huge major international venues like which are visited by hundreds and thousands of people. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, we want if we are in this phase of we are you know pushing the creative economy, we want the creatives to stay. But mm. we are neglecting mm. at this point the artists yeah. because they're like, okay, we're just going to go to US, to mm. London, to whatever. But yeah. now they're about to say, we're going to go to yeah. Saudi. That's actually a very We're good not going to lose them to Saudi. And you know what, <laughs> Perlanta, I've seen so many performances and artists, who, for example, people who lived here, but then are auditioning at America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. But they would <sighs> say their story and say, that, oh, this person lived in the UAE. They were born there and then they moved over here. I'm like... What the hell? Like we're we're losing those kind of people, and they became like really big, right? I mean, what, what was it? was it Masari? Masari, yeah, yeah, he's what? in Canada. He yeah. was based here. He was, was in Shreifat. Yeah. Right? yeah, he was here. He went to school uh, here. Yeah, I'm like, are we losing? yeah as yeah. well. Yes. I mean, look, one thing I know, the only thing that I've seen recently, and let me ask you this: Is it working or not? I know we don't have enough time, but this is really important. As part of the UAE's initiative, when they announced the golden visa, one yes. of the things they said is artists. Uh, have you met anybody who came here as a result of them being like an artist in, in, in your field and, and they came in and got the golden visa as a yes. result? Oh, yes. they do, huh? Yes, okay. I, I've, actually it's a service I provide for my artists. Oh, okay. I push them to get uh, the golden visa. Good, okay. Yeah, and I get them prepared to prepare okay. what is needed. Okay, good. So they have been getting it, which I'm very happy That's about. amazing. So, you know, shout out. So yeah. uh, guys, <laughs> if you are an artist listening to this around the world and you want to move to the UAE, you can get a golden visa through Phenomenal Productions. Yes, and last scene live. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this yes. is this is okay. So that's that's good to know. I I didn't I don't know a single person. I have a lot of friends. Um, we had on the podcast um, Dr. Peter Stern of once who's here, but he's like a uh, he's he has a PhD in quantum physics, and they did say that they wanted engineers and PhD holders and whatever, and they would give them the golden visa. I, and it's good to hear from you directly that they're giving artists. I don't know a single artist that has it. Okay. Is there anybody? 
popular that you know or uh, Saudi has it. Oh, Saudi. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he from? He's well. He's Emirati, but also carries ah, okay, uh, okay, that's cool. okay. another passport. Okay, cool. But no, yeah, it, it, anyone from anywhere can get it. Ah, Literally, okay. there's no restrictions. I have good relationship with the ministry, okay. so I've asked all these questions. Okay. No, it's just about their creative portfolio. Mm-hmm. They're on a track. They're considered. And they get it, huh? Yeah, alhamdulillah. Well, I don't, I haven't had anyone get rejected. Sarah. Okay, yeah. that's that's really really good to yes. know. I'm uh, happy that you shared that. So so. Uh, you told us we, we we heard we heard you loud and clear what the UAE needs to in order to accelerate and to really um, grow the creative economy. And you told uh, the audience out there or the people in your field where they should be coming if they want to be represented and get support and, yes. and produce their <laughs> music videos. They can always come to uh, Phenomenal Production. What are your final words for Zeno learning and and then Zeno talks today what is your what is the final message that you have out there that you've been waiting to to share to the rest of the world uh, what is the message out there um okay one thing I've learned from you is you know on honestly persistence because you talked about how yes you weren't allowed to go and study what you wanted to study. You did study, but you found a different way. Yes. And you came to doing what you're doing with your passion and everything else, but in a more creative way. You know, maybe you wouldn't have been in this production side. If you did study that, maybe you would have worked in the actual politics and stuff. Yeah. It would have been that great. But yeah, this, this what you're doing now fits your personality, your vibe, everything. So true. what message do you have or advice that you, you know, for the youngins out there? Okay, um, I think, you know, follow your heart as, you know, as, 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 uh, as uh, cliche as it sounds, you know, but, uh, and everything happens for a reason. Mm. I mean, we hear these two things so many times and mm. we're like, yeah, whatever. But really, um, I think, you know, sometimes you want to take a certain direction and somehow life puts you in a place where actually this is where, where you, you flourish mm-hmm. and where you belong. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you can't practice other things and mm-hmm. learn. And, you know, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Like if now, if I feel a sense of, you know what, I want to go do my master's in politics. I always said I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Maybe I will. Yeah. You know, it's never too late. Maybe, خلص, you know, I'll wait for a bit and I can do it online. Life yeah, has yeah. become so easy. Yeah. Wow, 100%. Like, tomorrow I can yeah. sign up and do it in the best universities mm-hmm. online. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's never too late either. But I feel like the path, uh, this this was meant to be my path. This was meant to be my journey. Yeah. Resilience and pers- persistence as well is so important to yeah. learn not to give up. But also not to keep repeating the same pattern that doesn't work. Yeah. To explore different ways to make things work. Because yeah. if you're stuck in one pattern mm. and you're saying, why is it not working? I'm trying, I'm trying. To, you're trying the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. This is what I've learned as well. I was doing the wrong thing consistently yeah, and yeah. thinking, where's the results? You know? Yeah, um, yeah. And so always try to like keep an open mind and uh, and uh, explore different uh you know, uh, possibilities. Yeah, yeah. And I think having mentors like yourself mm. who, you know, someone could call, yeah, yeah. you know, and just ask a question yeah. and get like a, yeah. a perspective and yeah. an answer. I think that goes a long way because ego doesn't go anywhere. And I think a lot of, especially in the my industry, uh, ego is very prominent. Yeah. And I always say, you know, I'm very attracted to artists, especially famous artists that walk in very humble and you're like, wow, 
you know, I see yeah. how this person got so far and why people love working with him. You can get so far. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just the money yeah, yeah. making them all shut up, you That's know? That's Which true. one do you want to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you want to be? Mm. You know what I mean? For always to also be, you know, humble and always ready to learn and uh, take it by the day. Yani. We, you just shared a whole number of gems <laughs> and you will only get all those gems from the diamond in the rough. Yeah. The pun intended this time. The pun intended. Just saying. <laughs> Pilanta, thank Have you so me. much for joining Zeno Talks. Thank you so High much five. for having me. <laughs> this was the best podcast ever. Thank, thank, you. thank you so thank you much. much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs>